cliffcentral.com. All right. I want to talk about digital banking because it's something that, um, that South Africa, South Africa's banking sector is pretty smart. Yeah. We have, we have some very innovative thinkers here. We've got some new banks that are on the, on the scene. Yeah. And a lot of people talking about them. Yeah. And people are looking for a good deal. Obviously, banking Always. has changed. I mean, when last did you go to the bank? Exactly. When I'm told to walk in, that, that for me is a deal breaker. If I still physically need to enter, then I just don't want to go. I'm like, I, well, this is archaic. I can honestly tell you, I don't even know where my bank branch is. Exactly. I haven't seen, I, if, if my bank branch was right in front of me while I was spending on my credit card, I you wouldn't You wouldn't know even it. know. Exactly. Let me do everything in here and this little, I do it all on my little phone. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't use, I've, I've got someone who I can call mm. at the bank, but I, th- for all I know, they could be down the road or they could be in uh, a India. different country. Yeah. Do you have a private banker? Oh, oh you're rich, rich, huh? Wow. Yeah. He didn't say I no. don't know if I'm rich. No, <laughs> I think I owe them more money than, so they have to keep an eye on me. That's right. Ah, I see. I see. All right. But I want to speak to, to Linda Appy, who is the chief marketing officer at Time Bank because they only started. Uh, a little while ago, sure. you know, they haven't been here like the banks who've been here for a hundred thousand years. Yeah. Keep doing the same old thing. Yeah. And I thought it'd be fun to have her in here. Ask her about Time Bank and see what's, uh, what's going on there. So Linda, first of all, welcome. It's nice to see you. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah. Um, thanks for having me. Sure. What a pleasure. So tell us a little bit about Time Bank because I've heard a lot about you guys, but I really don't know enough. And I feel like you're the best person to tell us because you're the marketing person. So. What's Time Bank and how is it different? Yeah. So Time Bank is a digital only bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually launched um, on, the Feb- on, on the 24th of February in 2019. So last week, Friday, we were actually celebrating our four-year anniversary. Ah, congrats. Yeah. <laughs> Thank nice. you. That's very good. Yeah. You got in there just before COVID. Yeah. No, we did. We did. Right. Um, so we launched in, in, in February of that year. By November of that year, we had hit 1 million customers. Hmm. So I guess your next question Damn. is is really how did we do that? Yeah, yeah. how did you get to a million customers in yeah. such a short time? Yeah, it really goes back to the bank's uh, value proposition and how it's structured and also the business model. So basically, um, in terms of being digital only, we've got um, kiosks yeah. um, that are in the grocery environment. So the thinking was, um, let's give... Um, you know, people banking at a lower cost. Sure. But let's also be disruptive about it and make sure that they can bank where they shop, right? So our partners are Boxer and Pick and Pay at that time. Hmm. And we had um, almost um, 600 kiosks um, in the supermarkets. And basically the kiosk is, 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 is the magic. Sure. Um, because uh, basically what you do, you go up to the kiosk, mm. you scan your fingerprint, and by doing that, you are going through um, a process called K- KYC, which is Know Your Customer, mm-hmm. that is linked to the Home Affairs harness system. So there, you know, Gareth is scanning his fingerprint. His details are coming through. It's asking you. I don't need to fill in 10,000 forms. Zero. No documents. Right, but, but so, so we have a couple of things in this country that make really interesting from a banking point of view. Mm-hmm. There's still... An, enormous number of people who are not banked yeah. right there's still thousands and thousands and mm. thousands of people who keep the money under the mattress you know you and know because they don't trust the banks sure. first of all and second of all 
they don't see the benefit of not having cash. Mm. They don't see the, the 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 reason to have to use these other means and, and ways of doing things. Mm. And a lot of people still paid in cash. Mm. A lot of people prefer that way of doing things. So we've got to eventually get these people in the banking system. Sure. Or do we? I mean, you know, Linda, this is something obviously you guys have thought about quite a lot. Mm, no, we do. We definitely do. Yeah. In fact, when we go back um, to the story of how the bank was founded, so our two founders, uh, Kun Jonker, as well as Dart van der Waldt, the purpose. Those guys the, sound like they should be farming millies. <laughs> <laughs> like I just automatically saw that. Uh, that Kun, you know Kun the African chart. Kun and chart. Uh, Even hey, the accent switched hey, up a bit. Kun, what mark you here in I'm going to go and throw some millies. I'll actually tell them that they are so cool and so laid back, those two guys. So they don't look like what they sound like. No, uh, okay. very, very okay. cool. Two-tone shirts. No, not no? two-tone two like shirts. Nothing? Nothing. Kun comes into the office. Are you Sometimes sure? he's wearing all-stars, uh, jeans, and a jacket. Promise sure. me they don't come in uh, like uh, Buddha <laughs> clothes. <laughs> No, not Are at you all. sure? Very, very, very sure. Is there music? <laughs> this is the soundtrack when they walk in the office. <laughs> Shame. Linda came here to tell us about the bank and now we're ripping on her boss. And they're probably such nice people now. Yeah, but it'd be like that. It'd be right, super. So, so why did they come up with this idea for Time Bank? Okay, so... They must be smarter than us, Leba. Yeah. yeah. So, so Kun spent a lot of his time in... Well, he started off as a lawyer and then moved into banking but more, mainly community banking and um he was in 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 within deloitte right okay mm-hmm. and between Smart the guy. two of them yeah. they they'd already started a business they were partners uh. um and they'd been you know um working or meeting at a at a time in south africa where there was a lot of political upheaval so they were involved in that as well mm. but for them they were very passionate about driving financial inclusion and they believed that there was a different way to do it um, um, in terms of making sure that these very people that are not banked and people who are banked but are underserved, right? Sure, right, sure. How do we get them um, into the banking system? And again, when we go back into the tech, um, you know, in terms of that kiosk being linked to the harness or home affairs system, it takes out the need for documentation. It simplifies Uh, the process. uh, Also, our banks actually in the cloud. So by banking in the cloud, you eliminate the need for physical infrastructure, uh, right? You don't need the branches and things. Exactly. Uh, And then you're also bringing down the cost of banking. So then, Because they also don't need thousands of staff, right? Exactly. And I mean, a lot of this is automated and it's digital and it can happen pretty much from anywhere. Mm. Yeah. So, so basically after five minutes and you've done your, your Rika, so to speak, um, or your Fika in on, on, on the kiosk, you literally have a visa debit card that you can use. They should give it to you then. Exactly. Straight away. Straight away. Sure. Straight away. Sure. Within five minutes. All right. So we, we spoke about how South Africans aren't really a, a very, you know, banked nation. Like, you know, most countries in, in the, the sort of northern sphere. Mm-hmm. You got like 80, 90% of people who are banked. Yeah. I, what is the percentage? Mm, it's, it's, it's not as, as, as bad as is in the rest of Africa. Okay. It is, it is getting better. And I think it's because of what's happening uh, within the banking system. So having a, a disruptive player like Time Bank, mm. I think has actually been good for the banking system oh, overall. Absolutely. And, sure. and you guys are probably only, you, you, 
when the guys decided to start this business, they looked at the market and thought there are all these people that we could service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And obviously we want to do it in a way that's, that's cheap, that makes sense, but also where we can reach them, mm-hmm. which makes sense. If you, if you're going to go to the shop, you can just do it there. And then, exactly. Right? It's almost like the, it sounds really, really convenient on paper, all right. but Linda, who, who exactly would you say is the bulk? Because when I think digital, I'm thinking the youth, I'm thinking, you know, Gen Z, people that generally just are on their phones all the time only that don't believe in the more archaic branch style. But then when, when, when I hear kiosk at Mopox, I'm not thinking Gen Z so much anymore. So do you guys have like mm. everybody or is there like a nice sweet spot mm. of like a balance? Okay. So this is the the other great thing about being able to join the bank. So yes, most of our customers, we do recruit via the kiosk. So in terms of the mix, it is mostly um, low to mid LSM um, customers, right? Sure. Uh, and then also we do recruit customers via the web. So just go to www.timebank.co.za. You can open account an account in that way. To verify your identity there, you'll use facial recognition. Right? Okay. And all you need Jeez, to you then guys do. Are smart. I mean, <laughs> hey. the fingerprinting, facial recognition. Hey. <laughs> and then the, the last way is really by downloading the app from the three app stores. Mm. Um, and really, if you talk Gen Z, millennials, that type of thing. Yeah. We're, we're mostly getting them via the web and the app. Sure. And those are the guys that we, 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 we do want in yeah. terms of first, um, adopters. Yes. Because those adopters. are the go, are the guys then, then come home and they tell, they show oh, their mama, parents, no, go, go, go. exactly. Right. Yes. Exactly. And, yes. and a lot of people in this country also have more than one bank account, right? True. And I'm not talking about just True. the people who have tons of bad debt because mm-hmm. there's a lot of that going on as well. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people have three credit cards and mm-hmm. they're all maxed out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, you know, there's a world of pain coming. Sure. But a lot of people have different accounts. They, their salary gets paid into one mm-hmm. and they have another one for the stock the file, hustles. And they mm-hmm. have another one for the sure. small business that they're running. There's one that the kids have access to or the husband or whoever. Mm-hmm. So people like to um, manage their money in different ways. Yeah. And it might make a lot of sense for people to want to do that digitally rather than, because even, you know, there's a funny thing people do. I remember when we started doing podcasts and yeah. people were like, oh, but what are people without smartphones? People in this country are so resourceful. We have mm. more phones than we do people. Yeah. And they know how to use this. And if there's anything, if you want to really like patronize somebody, mm. assume they don't know how to manage their money. Exactly. Because I'll tell you what, I've met people who work for a weekly wage. They know exactly what they owed. Yeah. They know exactly where that money's going. Yeah. They know exactly how to budget for it. Yeah. And I know people who are earning huge salaries in massively important positions in companies if they don't know how to manage a damn thing. Exactly. So you can't assume anything. Is it's, that right, it's Linda? It's your money, mate. Yeah, no, oh. definitely. Um, you can't uh, uh, assume anything. So you're right. Uh, people are multi-banked. Um, and what we've noticed with Time Bank specifically is that a lot of the time we are a secondary bank. So people are using us as the bank, the second bank where, sure. you know, they're putting in the stock file monies, like you said, mm. but also um, because our charges are low um, and by low, I mean that they, there are months where you, you can actually pay zero rand for, for, for your banking fees. Right, you see, this what? is what I was going to ask you. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's, that's how Capitec got ahead exactly. is that they just reduced the, 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 the transaction fees and, sure. the, and the, the charges and the monthly stuff. And then people were like, well, why am I paying these other ones? To exactly. Do and you're saying exactly. there's some months where people won't even pay. Yeah. And it's really about how you bank, right? So 
we charge zero monthly fees. So number one, there isn't a standard monthly fee for the account. But yes, we do have some transactional fees, right? But even then, a lot of our, our fees are free. So if you do more of your banking on the app, you can actually get to a month where you pay zero banking fees. Damn. The other attractive thing about us is our goal save um, savings pocket. And there you can earn an interest rate of up to 10%. So guys, this, this, this goal yeah. save interest rate was, <laughs> was 8%. Yeah. We increased it in Jan um, in an environment where the repo rate's going up. But yeah. we are saying, look, we, we feel your pain. Um, will increase our our savings rate, mm. um, and and really to to get to that, that's where then um, you would then have to have your your regular income. So that's either your salary, your grant, your pension, whatever it is, yeah. paid into your time bank account. So it starts at a four percent, it moves to five, six, then seven, then you get to to the ten percent, and that's really really uh, popular. So what's interesting, mm. um, Gareth, um, you guys were talking earlier about you know, who the bulk of our customers are. So mm. yes, they're middle income, but we see ourselves attracting also sophisticated customers who feel actually that, you know, paying for private banking and all these other oh, things mm, is unnecessary. Exactly. And then some of them actually want to save with us because yeah. with Goal Save, it's an immediate access account, right? So you can get your money anytime you want. It's not uh, where, you know, it's a fixed deposit, etc. And when you want to take out your money, we can, you know, give you an extra percent if you save it for another 10 days. It's really right, up so, to you. Oh. So there are a lot of comments. There are a lot of comments here. So Gigashack says, uh, their banking fees are amazing and saving schemes work great, like Cole Save that you were just talking about now. Mm. But, but a lot of people are asking who owns it mm-hmm. because you spoke about the founders, but, exactly. but who are the major shareholders in the bank? Cause people like to know this and, you know, otherwise, there's a conspiracy theory about everything. <laughs> sure. And especially in the comments section over here, there's always yeah. a conspiracy theory. So what do you say? No, no, no. This is a great question. So, so yes, we had the, the two founders. Um, and in fact, we started off as, um, a company called Money Transfer, which was a service, um, for, for MTN. And then the bank, uh, sorry, not the bank, the, the business at that time was bought out by, um, was bought by CBA or the Commonwealth Bank of Australia. And then over time, um, we bought it back. Um, and then that's when ARC came in. So African Rainbow Capital. Oh, so that's Patrice. Exactly. Um, okay. and then, and Patrice then, Mutsepe. yes. So in the, in the initial deal, I think he had about 10%. Then over time, then, you know, um, he had, um, a major stake in the bank. Mm-hmm. So he is still our majority shareholder. We do have other shareholders because we're a startup. What we do have to do is, um, we can't rely on one shareholder. We yeah. have to um, go out and do investment rounds and things like that. So we've bought in the likes of Apis, the likes of Tencent. So we actually have had, I All think right. over the last two years, about two investment rounds. Um, I think that have been good um, for South Africa as an economy um, because we've bought, hmm. brought in quite a, 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 a bit of money and that allows us to expand the bank, right? Sure. And it allows us to penetrate and get to more customers. We can invest in the bank. So I, I see also questions like, you know, um, have we extended our footprint, which we have. Yeah. So we've just got it into a partnership with the Foshini Group, the largest, um, one of the largest retailers in South Africa. Okay. And right now, guys, you can actually go and open an account at a Markham's, 
you know, at a jet, at an exact, sure. because we, we've added an additional 600 kiosks there. Yeah. And, and then that allows us then to be able to get into. And, the, and these kiosks, obviously yes. are cheaper than opening up branches, but sure. they, it's also expensive to add like 600 kiosks to shops like this. Mm. Mm. It is expensive. Um, but of course, you That's know, why you need the investment money. Exactly. So, so, <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's but a, how you guys it's a make joint. It? How are you making money if you're not charging fees, Mm -hmm. if most of it is digital Mm -hmm. and you're building all these kiosks? Mm -hmm. Like, how does the bank, is, is, is banking still so lucrative that you could still make money? Yes. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. It, it, banking is lucrative, but I think like all businesses, it takes time. And I know recently there was a debate around the fact that we don't make a profit. Yes, Mm. that is true. We haven't broken even, um, after four years. And guys, it's not just us. If sure. you speak to the, 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 the other digital businesses, yeah. they will tell you how long it takes to break even. It's, it's a it, long it's, game. It, I mean, Gareth, you, right. yeah. Yeah, 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 you don't central. Yeah. Nobody, nobody so, just suddenly wakes up one day and they've got all the money. That yeah, they've exactly. But our, but our, our target though is, um, to, to break even this year. So when we break even, then we, we start getting into the money because it's, it's a, it's a mix, right? It's a mix of, transactions mm. but it's also a mix of volume but also the types of lifestyle products that you can provide to customers so we've got um, things like the credit card yeah. um more time um and and other products that that uh, i can talk about jp in the comments says is the maximum for a cumulative goal save 200,000 it's 100,000 okay all right so th- these are things that people can and this is doable Mm-hmm. Um, mm. All right. And, and I'm genuinely interested here. This is an interesting one. Uh, Mongezi says, I heard a rumor. You've got to be careful about these rumors. <laughs> hey. The time bank allows you to withdraw your salary weeks before your actual payday. That's a lie, right? I mean, there's mm. no money in the account. How can you draw money? What are you withdrawing <laughs> air? Yeah. Where do you think that's coming from, Mongezi? Um, Mongezi okay. obviously works for a major auditing firm. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Mongezi does have. Um, his story, right? But oh. the, the timing is not correct, though. Um, so we do have a product called Early Pay, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Early Pay allows us, if you if you have your regular income put into your time bank account, it allows us to give you your salary the day before. Advance. So on the twenty fourth, yeah, an advance. Yeah. It, oh, oh, sorry. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's there's Early Pay. Yes. So, yeah. so you get your salary the the day before. Sure. Then, um, like I said, Mongezi. Um, just in terms of the story. So that's the first part. The second part is huh. we've got a pro- a product called Time Advance. Okay. So what Time Advance is, um, where you can actually access your earned salary. And I think that's important. Sure. Okay. You can yeah. access a part of your earned salary yeah. before payday. So there's two things I want to clarify. Early pay is automatic. It's free. Uh, you don't have to sign up for it. The uh, only thing you need to do is to have your regular income paid into your time bank account. Uh, time advance actually requires you to approach your HR department. And then also we as time bank, you know, work with your company sure. to make the specific arrangements. And then um, for the advance, we charge about 30 rand. That's pretty clever. I mean, I don't, I don't know of any other banks that are really thinking fuss on that level. I mean, living in South Africa is a sport. Linda, you mentioned, um, how we can, how you guys are growing. I'm curious about your guys' plans to actually branch out into other African countries because, like we said, a lot of Africans in general, not banking as much, undocumented, just going through the motions. 
how are you guys planning on making sure yeah. that you capture that market? Because it's that's you know we've got next. The whole globe wants a, a slice of Africa now. So yeah. where are you guys at with that? Good point. Yeah. So, I mean, our strategy has always been to be um, a multi-country bank. Um, and what we look at in terms of, um, you know, the, the opportunities, we look at population size, um, friction in the market, mm. digital adoption, um, and, and, and also, you know, just um, a, a few other, you know, variables. And at this point in time, I mean, it doesn't mean that we'll never go into Africa, uh, but just suffice to say that we've already taken this very same business model mm. exactly the way it is. And we've taken it to the Philippines um, and we've launched a bank there called Go Time. And that's doing really, really well. Okay. Um, so, guys, I mean, imagine, you know, a South African story like this yeah. where we were able to take something that was built in South Africa sure. into another country. Um, and when we engage with our global counterparts, you know, the, the, the time bank story is amazing, even for, for developed countries like the US and the UK, mm. because those banking systems are so, you know, um, they're so structured, which then makes it harder, mm. you know, for them to, to be able to bring innovative things like this. So I think as South Africans, you know, we should be proud of the types of innovations that yeah. we can bring to the market. Yeah, I like that. Well, it's very nice to have you here. And thanks for coming in because these are all things that I think a lot of us are, are thinking about. So it's good to get some answers. And all I can say is, well done, 5 million customers. Not a bad place to start. Yeah. And uh, we'll keep watching your story with interest. Thank you, um, Garrett. Nice it's you. 6.4 million customers. Oh, oh, hey. And hey, counting. Hey. <laughs> Apologies. Sorry, that's a million and a half people that you've just left out there. That's like, that's like me leaving out one of your children when we... You know. How dare you? Exactly. exactly. All right. Well, thank you, Linda. Linda is the CMO of Time Bank, and you can find out more from them. Obviously, look them up on the internet. They're all over the place too. Digital only. Yeah. And uh, that brings us to an end of this morning's show. We will see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Early. Six o'clock. Cheers.